We did it, folks. We are uh, nose to nose with the weekend now. Toby and TJ back with you. Hour three of the T-Row in the morning show. Thank you for tuning us in. Um, Skip Johnson, next segment. Jeff Haxton, 835. OU Tech start a three-game Big 12 baseball series tonight. Eldell Mitchell Park. Should be fun crowds, I hope. We had an unbelievable crowd Tuesday. The crowds all year have been great. 6.30 tonight, 4 o'clock Saturday. Saturday's Bark the Park if you want to bring the dog with you. They're giving away scarves, dog scarves. They're giving away um, dog tags, little OU dog tags. Pretty cool. And then Sunday's finale at uh, 2 o'clock. So we're talking baseball next two segments with those guys. TJ, uh, are you ready for a Friday edition of Who You Got? Boy, you gave me no time to prepare, so I guess I am. Well, the beauty of who you Woo! got is it's off the top of your head. Woo! No looking up statistical information or anything like that. This is this is a gut instinct by you. Uh, and your gut, by the way, brought to us by... Champion Home Loans. Come home a champion today with Champion Home Loans. There you go. Yeah. Um, let's start with tonight's NBA play-in games. First game, 6 o'clock, Bulls, Heat. Who you got? The Heat have the meat. All right. Very good. Is that your pick? That's my pick. Okay. You got Miami tonight at home on South Beach. Correct. Game two tonight. This is the one we all care about around here. Thunder at Wolves. Who you got? One week ago, I would have said Wolves. But I'm going to say the Thunder win and advance on to play the Denver Nuggets. Too much, oh, my heavens. Too much disarray with the Minnesota Timberwolves in the last week that I just I don't see them holding things together, especially if it's a close game down the stretch. I think they may punch each other on the bench or something. For the fourth time. Uh, that'd be fun. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Okay, all right, moving on. Uh, gymnastics. OU women in the final four on Saturday against Utah, Florida, and LSU. Who you got? You think I'd ever bet against KJ Kindler? Heck no. no. The Sooners, they win again. Another national championship. All right, Natty. Natty for the Sooners, you're saying. Okay. Men's gym. They got semifinals tonight. Assuming they're in that championships on Saturday, 
against a bunch of other schools, mostly from the Big Ten. Stanford number one, who you got? You think I would ever bet against Mark Williams? Heck no. Yes, yes. You, do, you and Mark have a – a lot of people don't know about the feud that the two of you have with each other. That's true, but mm-hmm. I would never bet against him. Sooners win. Oh, baby, what a shot. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you Chris. <laughs> Speaking of Chris, OU softball this weekend is traveling to Ohio. In fact, we do not have Chris Plank with us this morning, correct? He is in travel mode. That's correct. Uh, they are playing Oakland, Lule, and Miami of Ohio. Who you got, Teach? Sooners lose two of three. I'm disappointed in Chris today, belling on his show, causing Josh and I problems. I don't know who he thinks he is, so Sooners lose. No, I'm joking. I'm I'm joking. They they probably will not allow a run this weekend is what's going to happen. When's the last time they gave up a run? Uh, Forever ago, right? Um, Several straight shutouts now in a row. It goes back to the Texas series. So These opponents have last weekend. these opponents have come up with this strategy where they throw a bunch of different pitchers at them. Yeah. You know, let's let every pitcher we got have an inning and let's keep them from figuring out our pitcher and we'll just hold down the OU offense a little better that way. That's all well and good, but it does not account for one thing. You have to score on them. And they don't seem real keen on giving up any runs either. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> and when you do that, you're not necessarily pitching uh, your best options there. So they jump on you, and they, like you said, they score some runs and then don't give up any. So I get the strategy if you are just stacked with pitching. That's not the case with most teams. So stick with your best, uh, best options. It's TJ's fault. I just hadn't played that in a while, sorry. Um, okay, baseball. Here we go. Here we go. Tonight, uh, this weekend, OU Texas Tech, three-game series. They're all big now. OU Texas Tech, Sooners, Red Raiders. Who you got? I have not had a TJ's gut moment this year with the baseball team where I've got the butterfly nervous energy in my stomach. But for some reason, I do with this series. I don't know if that's excitement i don't know if it's worry um a little of both could be gas you had lasagna could be last gas night. Uh, the ricotta does not sit well with me i asked my wife last night why do i have gas immediately after eating lasagna she says it's the ricotta i said oh yeah um <laughs> what a conversation <laughs> actual conversation in the kitchen hey, um, honey, question for you Go ahead. Um, Take your time. I think I think we're talking uh, what was what I mentioned earlier. I think Jackson uh, steps up this weekend. He's got a big weekend. Sooners win the series. Two of three, at least. I mean, they have to to win the series. And me saying that, not today, Satan. I'm not necessarily saying sweep, but I, I do think they win the series at I'll home take this it. weekend. I'll take two out of three against Texas Tech. I'll take it right now. Ask me if I'll take two out of three. Will you take two out of three if that's yes. what the Sooners don't, can get? You don't even have to finish the question. Yes, I'll take it. <laughs> I will take it. I would recommend to them not losing the series and especially not getting swept. That would be my recommendation. I mean, they can take it for what it's worth. Okay, smart Ellie. 
I'll let them know that you recommended they not get swept by Texas Tech. They already don't care for you very much at all down there. That's so not true. Add to the That's list not of, true. I have told them you're the one. You're just making up lies this morning. First Mark Williams and now the baseball team. Stop it. Well, every time they ask me how come the flagship station of OU Baseball has a softball podcast and not a baseball podcast, I tell them. It's TJ's fault. So well, they have then you're flat out lying you. again like you always lie about me. I have I nothing know. to do with that. I know. It just brings me joy for other people to be mad at you. So, <laughs> as far as they know, it's your fault. Okay. Now I'm going to tell them that you would recommend they don't get swept by Texas Tech. Do tell them that, yes, please. We haven't said anything about Dakota being back. I hope he's back. And now I'm eager to see the lineup tonight because I thought Braxton Douthat was pitching tonight. Apparently he's not. So now I'm doubting everything. Now. What can we, I believe anymore? You know better than anyone. You get the Friday lineup. Go ahead. By first pitch, the lineup is completely different. Chance tonight times. that that's, uh, the lineup's changed and your starting pitcher is Braxton Douthat tonight. Jamie hit Saturday. Well, 80% chance that the first lineup I get gets changed. <laughs> right. I've never seen him change a starting pitcher. Typically not, no. Unless something happens to the originally slated starting pitcher. So I'm going to say that's a very low percentage chance. Uh, they uh, they would have put TBA on Friday if they were considering that. Yeah, that's, that's, true. that's true. They Jamie went to bed last night thinking he's starting today. Jamie's starting tonight. The question is, do we see Braxton Douthat tomorrow or not? I hope all of it's changed last minute and you hear Skip yell across, How you like that, Tadlock? Let me give you another possibility. Man, I haven't thought of this till just now, but it makes a lot of sense in my head. Maybe Jamie hits allergic to dogs. <laughs> it is Bark the Park Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> or, or just extremely frightened, like maybe he had a dog bite situation early in his life. Sees a German shepherd in the stands and can't pitch. Yeah, can't concentrate. Lock, locks up. <laughs> you may be onto something. That's a possibility. Oh, listen oh. to that. Oh, they're asking, are you taking us to bark in the park, Daddy? Um, Nobody calls me Daddy. They all call me Possum. <laughs> <laughs> You're weird. <laughs> <laughs> and it's possible that one or two are going. Uh, there has been conversation about potentially, if one goes, it'll be blue, because it's our most well-behaved dog, Trevor's dog. If two go, Piglet might tag along. And I don't want get, to get everybody excited, because I know everybody out there is a Piglet fan. Right. Well, she's so, the star of the show. So She's the star of the show. And if she shows up Saturday, she will be the star of the show. But that's a little bit of the fear, is that she she's, she's a little yappy. And uh, so we'll see. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe plans change and there's no dogs on Saturday. Hey, why have certain people been allowed to bring dogs this year that weren't service dogs? I don't. I didn't know that was happening. I don't uh, know. The two or three times it's happened. I was told that a couple of them were player girl problem with them. Nah, I'm just wondering why I can't bring my dog every game. Is there a no dog rule? I, I well, I would assume so. Otherwise, why have bark in the park? If you can just well, bring your dog just... every game. 
I don't know. It's a good question you ask. Maybe Bark in the Park is just like, hey, we're giving dog freebies away. But any day could be Bark in the Park huh. if you wanted to bring your dog. I, I've never asked that. I don't. I would think we don't allow dogs, but because you have to sign a waiver and everything and bark the park when you come exactly. in. That your exactly. dogs have been got to pr- show proof of vaccination. Your all dog that, yeah. isn't an anti-vaxer. They won't let your dog <laughs> in. <laughs> if your dog comes in wanting to make a political statement, it will be turned away at the door, Teej. All right, so no flags attached to your dogs this weekend, please. All right, break time. When we come back, Skip Johnson joins us live here on the T-Row in the Morning Show. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Get inside, get inside, take shelter. Sooners Red Raiders coming up. Starting tonight, Eldale Mitchell Park, and we welcome in now the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, Skip Johnson. Good morning, Coach. What's going on, Toby? How are you today, sir? Oh, I'm good. Beautiful good. Outside today. I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be breezy this weekend, but I think weather-wise, we're in for a pretty good weekend of baseball. Hey, it's always windy in Oklahoma. That's true. It's either Excellent. it's either blowing. Uh, uh, out of the north or it's blowing out of the south. Good point you make. Good point you make. Uh, Coach, your team played good baseball on Tuesday night. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> what did you think about the performance? Uh, I thought, you know, Greg Harrison was good. I thought our defense was outstanding. Uh, our first steps were really good. Um we got some key hits. We played offense. Um, we kind of got to run some of our offense a little bit, um, and kind of just got back to who we who we really are, really, so to speak. I mentioned this on the broadcast Tuesday night, but for those who weren't listening to that, a little different routine for you. You guys did a full practice before the game on Tuesday, and um, I mean, I seemed to work for you. Yeah, I mean, we have to figure that out. I mean, with with all the, you know, we started started, you know, kind of really going back to uh, uh, who we are and, and trying to um, identify the stuff that we need to continue to work on. Going back and looking at it, I mean, with all the new guys, we you always assume that hey, man, they they really know how to do this, and so we practice it for you know, through the fall or two or three weeks because there's so much stuff to learn. And then all of a sudden we think that they, they really know it, and it's kind of like a, a cognitive cognitive phase and an automatic phase. A cognitive phase is where they have to think about it and then react on it. Automatic phase, they, they just, they're instinctive. They just react on it. And so uh, we just assume as coaches that we think that they automatically get it, and they really don't, you know, and uh, – uh, and so they have to think about it. And so we kind of went back to the fundamentals and, and done some things. We had a really good practice yesterday as well and, and on Wednesday. And so we needed, we needed to do that. How that transpires to the game, we don't know that until we play it. But, uh, I mean, it was a lot better at our practices were. You mentioned uh, you got your offense going. Yeah, stolen base numbers are fine this year. They're not too far off of a year ago. 
but it does feel like the whole chaos element has maybe not been quite as chaotic so far through the first half of the season. Again, the other night you were taking extra bases and running like crazy. Why do Why do you what think I it's been that way? What I mean by our offense going is really what what chaos means to me is like fearless that you'll do anything at any moment, you know, and you're not afraid to do that. And that's kind of what we did the other day. We did anything at any moment. Uh, whatever the game tells us to do, we did it and executed it. You know, and I thought our offense was going the Tuesday before. You know, I mean, you look, we had 16 hits. We're running bases good. We're going first to third. We're, we're playing baseball. You know, I mean, that's what you do in baseball. Um, we got the pitching matchups for this weekend, and it wasn't quite what we were expecting. Tell us about kind of the plan on the mound, at least among the starters this week. Well, I mean, we're trying to go, uh, uh, you know, giving Braxton an extra day. Uh, his arm felt good, fine. Threw a bullpen a little bit yesterday, played long toss. Um, so tonight we'll use hit when because we, we had to bump up Braxton. We had to bump up hit a day. And uh, uh, then we'll go Braden Carmichael. On Sunday, it'll be it'll be hit, uh, Dalfit and Carmichael on Sunday. That's been the ever since we started this deal, and with Will Carson going down early, it's kind of put us in a little bit of a tailspin you know, on the mound on the starting pitching on the mound because uh, we had to throw guys that were going to half the game and uh, got Tuesday guys on the weekend, so it's kind of been dis- discombobulated a little bit. And really, that's kind of what happens in pitching staffs, you know. Um, some guys struggle, and, and I think Braden Carmichael's earned the right to start. And I talked to Will. I'll put Will back in the bullpen. I need to throw him tonight because he had a short rest. Didn't throw him on Tuesday. Threw a bullpen on, on Wednesday. We had to throw him a bullpen on Wednesday to, or Tuesday just in case he had, he had to start tonight, you know. And uh, uh, so – we have, I mean, that's the thing you have to juggle the whole time, and it, it's not, it's not, it's not good, you know. You you can't continue to juggle things. You'd like, to, you know, hey, this guy's starting this night, this guy's starting this night, this guy's starting this night. It, it doesn't go like that in college baseball. Yeah, you were you were uh, you were fortunate last year in that regard, but even last year you made some changes. I mean. Uh, Chaz Martinez was your Saturday guy for the longest yep. time. You put him in the bullpen. You brought Kate Horton in. You moved Sandlin up a day. So uh, it's pretty rare in college. What, Texas Tech's going through the same thing. They've been moving starters all over the place. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the thing you have to do is is so is so difficult to, uh, today. I mean it's almost like what they're doing in minor league baseball. You know, the, in minor league baseball, they're piggybacking guys. And like you're you're weak to start, you might throw the first three innings, um, and you're weak to be the middle relief. You throw the second three innings, so or you know, or the second seventy pitches, and uh, uh, it's it's kind of I don't know. It's just it's just a different age and a different deal where you know the uh, how we're grooming these guys. I still like to have a pitcher go out there and give us five or six, seven innings. And then kind of match up from the from the back end, but we, I mean, Toby, we recruit backwards now, and and we're recruiting guys that are guys that finish the game, not start the game. It's kind of because I mean every 
everything that you go into is you watch games, they're throwing two-inning stints. That's really relievers, but they want to be starters. And all they have ever thrown in their life is two innings until they get to high school, and then they throw five innings, 100 pitches. So it's kind of uh, it's kind of what you're what you're seeing is what you went out and recruited, really. So the expectation, the though, is, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I would say the the expectation is that Braxton Douthat is okay and will start game two for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Jamie Hitt has gradually gotten better and better with every start. What's impressed you about Jamie the last few weeks? Just been really consistent with his work. Uh, how he goes about his business. He's been really consistent with those those things. Um, you know, I just, uh, uh, you know, he was at Texas Tech last year. Um, just go out and pitch, man. That's the biggest thing we've got to do. And I think that's what he'll do. You know, he's been really consistent with those things. He's got room to grow, too. I mean, he's got, he's still, to me, he's got a long ways to go. And, and I think the things that uh, he, he's done has been really consistent with his work and it's been really and it's kind of paid off. I know we won't know until it happens, but facing your old team like this, uh, Kale's going to go through it here at some point. Uh, you're probably going to face Ben Abram at some point here coming up in a Bedlam game. Uh, I hope it, so. Does that does that help Jamie hit? Does it is it harder when you're facing your old team? What's your anticipation of this? No, I never look at it like that. Maybe they do. I don't ever look at it like that. I just. Uh, uh, um, I mean, I hope we face Ben Abram. Why? I mean, it's just good. It's good. I mean, he's yeah. It'll be it'll be a fun matchup for us. Yeah. Um, what about Kale? The move to the bullpen. How do you feel like he's handled that? I think that's he's handled it really, really well. I think. I mean, it's kind of trying to put him back to where he was the last two or three years, you know, and then kind of re then reinvent it you know and i mean i think that's the thing you have to do with him i mean if you put him back in the bullpen takes him a little bit while to get acclimated i mean he it's better for him right now just from his mindset you know of being uh of being successful and uh get him back in there and and uh, uh let's revisit this deal next year you know we'll vi- revisit the deal in the fall um, still good to go with Dakota Harris being good to go tonight? Um, as of when I left the field yesterday, but I mean, you never know what the night go mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, it, 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 I mean, it's something new every day. It's something new every week. So, yeah, I mean, you're it, a little I mean, shy with the injury stuff right now. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, uh, one of the craziest things I've ever seen really. Do you I mean, I've never been. You got it. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. I cut you off. Go ahead. I've never been in a year where it's like uh, once a week, man, it's something. I mean, I think it, I think you said it. I don't know. I think you said it to me about, I think we hadn't had our starting lineup since the first night, the ninth game of the year or something like that, or fifth game of the year. Yeah, it's crazy. So, is if Dakota's fine when he shows up at the park today, is he starting or are you bringing him off the bench? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he'll start for sure. All right, we'll, I mean, we'll let fun, you go. Fun. We'll let you go after this. What do you think about Tim's team this year? 
really athletic. Uh, uh, they're really good. <laughs> really good. There's some young kids that, that are uh, physical, fast, hit balls long way. Um, got some good arms. I mean, they're 25 pitchers deep on the mound. How, how so much do fun. you and Tim chat during a series like this? I, do you back off on your normal conversations when you're being competitive <laughs> yeah. against each other? Yeah, a little bit. It's been a little bit different. Yeah, we we don't talk too much after the first day. <laughs> like we, oh. I, I'm surprised I hadn't talked to him today, but uh, we might talk this morning and then to be it. We might talk during the, before the game. But I got a lot of bullpens to throw, so I doubt if I'll go over and say hi to him. Normal day. You're not playing Texas Tech. Normal day. How often do you chat with Tim? Every morning. Once a day every morning? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. There you go. Tej, that's the answer we were asking earlier in the show. Coach, good luck. We'll see you out at the ballpark here in a little bit. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a great day. Tell TJ to uh, keep winning. <laughs> All right, we'll do. You tried tricking me earlier, Coach. I wasn't falling for it. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. See you, Coach. <laughs> What's he talking about, TJ? <laughs> he asked me off the air. He said, hey, how's the uh, Little League team? And uh, I just gave the generic answer. of, uh, We got lightning delayed the other day, so we've only played two games, but we're 2-0. and And then he gave me the very skip follow-up question, is winning what's important? <laughs> so I, I just responded back with a smart aleck they're about to find out it's not <laughs> I've seen the upcoming schedule so he kind of chuckled so he was trying to get uh, me to say yeah winning's important okay does that make you feel better uh yes yeah because it wasn't even hesitation with him so that makes me feel better that was just what we had discussed about earlier that maybe it's just the extra day and and giving him that one extra day of rest. So, yeah, that made me feel it a lot There was a little hesitation about Dakota. Well, so, that is, I think yeah. that is he's just scared to say. Like, yeah, Dakota could show up anything. tonight suddenly and have mono now. So, I think he's just <laughs> nervous about it. Stay away from Easton. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jeff Haxton, voice of the Red Raiders, joins us live next. Back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Oh, those were the glory days. Jeff couldn't be too loud to wake his family, so he'd escape to the garage in Tulsa to be on the show with us. Now he's adios muchachoing all over West Texas, TJ. We welcome in now the voice of the Red Raiders, our buddy Jeff Haxton. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning. That just makes me smile so big. Can I ask you a question the about Weezer. your name? Weezer, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the G as opposed to the J. Did you ever ask mom and dad yeah. about that? Yeah, the story I got was in 1978, my mom and dad were at the I think Big Eight wrestling tournament, and uh, in Stillwater, and saw Jeff Baum's name, an OSU wrestler, G E O F F F, and um, he liked how it was spelled and went with that. I like it. I think it's cool. Do you ever think about what it would be like to be a Jeff with a J? No, no. But I tell you what. 
it gets butchered all over the land, right? The place that it gets butchered the, by far the most is at the hair, the sports haircut place. Really? That like never was. your name on it, the screen as a Jeff with a J? No, they, it's always with a G because you check in uh, online. Mm-hmm. And the girls will say, hey, so they're going along their day, right? And they're like, Tim, George, Jim, you know, Jim. And then they'll say, Haxton, because they don't want to say <laughs> my first G-off. name. because they don't G-off. know how to say. Is there a yeah. G off here? I got G off two days ago. G off. G off? <laughs> Oh, that's great. Uh, all right, let's talk about what we're supposed to be talking about. Uh, okay. Texas Tech, what's the story of the season for these guys so far? Um, the story is it's um, it's just such a brand-new team. Um, and, I mean, it gets even more new because, um, like two of your most recognizable returnees or returners, veterans, are hurt. So um, it is just such a young bunch, and the, and and the story is is they've they've stepped up and and played pretty well. Um, uh, to go along with that story is we don't have enough arms. Um, had some. Injuries that steered the arms in a different direction and a different kind of mode of attack of the year. So um, not being able to win away from home is a major headline. Um, Finally got that done last time out against the guys that you got to see in Stanford. So there you go. Um, the guys that are injured, you're talking about, that's Dylan Carter and Owen Washburn. Is that right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Uh, their hope of getting them back this year? I think you'll get Dylan back. He's fairly close. And then I think you'll, I don't know, Owen, both, both happened in game. Uh, both happened in kind of right field area. Um, Dylan made a dive for a ball that he shouldn't have and went left wrist into the wall and uh, broke his wrist. And then Washburn deal is just a freak deal. He um, he made a dive for a ball in the North Dakota State Series and dislocated his elbow. And our trainer, Brian Simpson, ran out there and got the thing put back in and 60 seconds. It was it was wild. He's, it was the first one of those he'd ever seen. So um, I think they'll, they'll get them both back. But it might, I mean, man, it might be still two, three weeks. Tell me uh, about Gavin Cash and Nolan Hester. These guys are having incredible seasons for you. Man, it's been fun to watch them. Yeah, some such such massive pickups because. Um. Hester spent a lot of time out at Wofford and then moved moved over and moved right into the leadoff position and into left field. He doesn't blow you away with like his um his measurables. He's he's a little guy that gets on base and plays good left field. Um 
And then the Gavin Cash kids. Now we're talking kind of a freak now with him. He's a he's a Texas transfer. Uh, they got in there and and messed with his scholarship numbers and and some other things. And he came up to Texas Tech and it's just wore the ball out this year. Um, fairly good sized kid, big hands, can really really hit. From the left side, left side, and um, also really good at first base. Now he'll he'll get a little too fancy at times, I think, and and not make some plays because he's got some flash over there. But overall, he's I mean he's a he's a midseason Division One or D one baseball dot com uh, All American for a reason. You know, mid year, so he he's been great. Both both those guys have been awesome. I listen to you probably more than most Big 12 broadcasts when either before our game or after our game. I, I like listening to you call a game. Um, and so my impression of your pitching this year has been this. Tell me if this is close to being accurate. Just kind of have pieced it together. Got some good starts here and there, especially from Molina, but just kind of have pieced it together. Try to get a lead to Beckel, and then you feel good about things. Is that right? Yeah, it's absolutely right. And don't forget, um, you didn't have Beckel for four games because of the suspension during the Oklahoma State series. So we went down to Austin without him. And we all, we, we are already knew how important he was, but then it was like this gaping hole. Like, what in the world are we going to do? We're just, you know, and then running guys out there that were just not getting the job done. So Beckel has been tremendous. I mean, like off the charts, and so yeah, I think you're right. And it's been it's been tough to get those starts um, the way that you want them because I really think Gurton, um, you know, Shattuck's finest, um, is a absolutely a reliever. But he's your Friday night guy, and you'll see him tonight. Um, and so it, it just just changes everything. Uh, so uh, Bo Blessy's the guy that started this domino effect because he was 97 in the spring and blowing people away and then just got hurt right at the start of the year. So now everything changed after that. I'm glad you said that about Girton because I assumed that as well, and maybe that'll still be the case. I just, looking at the game notes I just got printed off, they've got you guys listed at Molina tonight, Parrish tomorrow, TBA on Saturday, on Sunday, I mean. So that made me curious. So do you think that's wrong, or do you think we'll see Girton tonight? Well, I guess that's right. Uh, these guys, they they change stuff so much, and I should never say anything because I don't know what they're going to do from the next to the next to the next. So so it said they move Molina up tonight? That's what it says. Molina tonight, Parish tomorrow. TBA Sunday. Who knows? Who the heck knows what they're going to do? I don't know. <laughs> Tell me about the year Molina's had. Just okay. Um, not not blowing you away with the stuff like you thought he may have the chance to do. Uh, he's a great kid. Um, doesn't talk a lot. Just goes out there and kind of handles his business. And I, I love him. He's a great kid. And uh, from the left side, you know, change speed, three pitch mix, um, pretty, pretty. I mean, like 
probably the best starter we have. And this is this is fascinating to me that they've changed this all around. I mean, who knows? It's skipping Tim. They could be playing games with each other. The guy we thought was going to start for OU tonight is not listed anywhere on the weekend. Now we think he might start Saturday, Douthit. So maybe the two guys are just messing with each other. Who knows? You know, I'm sitting here in my living room in Lubbock right now, so I, I, uh, I got to get on the road, man. <laughs> okay. Do you need me to let you go? I got one more question. No, 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 you no. Need me to let you no, go? no. Okay. It, it, okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's just um, the the travel's been weird for the radio crew this year, and it's going to be weird today too. So, but yeah, we'll we'll be seeing you up there about three o'clock still. Favorite. Favorite travel snack for the car? What's your go-to? Oh man, we've we've talked about this before, I think. Yeah, back in and, the uh, days. I think. Don't don't you like corn nuts? I used to like corn nuts. I don't like them anymore. I, I, I don't I, like. I'm corn a big nuts. beef jerky guy now. Well, beef jerky, you have to take a loan out to get beef jerky now. That's true. That's so expensive. <laughs> that gum Biden and or Trump, one of them has risen the price of. Beef I gotta. Jerky. I gotta go. Uh, you know, I gotta go take out a loan to to get the beef jerky. Um, oh, forget about I, it. You can tell me tonight. You can tell me tonight. Uh, okay, okay. Last last question. I, I look at your team and I think, all right, what do they do well? See, you mash the ball like always. You got a closer that might be the best in the Big Twelve. There are a couple of areas though where the stats jump out at you the other way. The error yeah. numbers high, and yeah. the stolen base. A loud number. Is oh my high. gosh! So what's going on there? Um, we have been run on like I've never seen. I mean, TCU—they got a runner on. They were gone, and we—I would say seventy percent of the time we couldn't even make a throw. We would just hold it. Um, it's unbelievable, and they've stolen off of pitcher lack of awareness. And a middling mid-range arm behind the plate. So what they've tried to do to correct that now is get Kevin Bazell, who is supposed to be a catcher anyway, the transfer from DBU, back there because he's got an absolute cannon. So, but then that leaves third base open. Who goes to play third base? So those have been some of the deals there. And then you're dealing with. Um, the, the shortstop should still be in high school. Tracer Lopez, that's how young he is. He reclassified. And just overall green, I think, is why you've kicked the ball all over the lot. So, you know, at the same time, they've been one or two or three uh, in the country and double plays turned. It's um, it, it, There's some weird anomalies going on with these stats. Um, it's two interesting baseball teams that neither are very happy with where they are in the conference standings right now, which is going to lead to a uh, fascinating weekend, I think. All right, Jeff, thank you for your time. Be safe getting here, and we'll try to have your booth all polished and ready for you when you arrive. It always is at the old Eldell Mitchell, and I want to say uh, good morning and hello to Coach Pick. Love you, buddy. Thanks. Thanks, Toby. See you, Jeff. There you go. Okay. Jeff Haxton, voice of the Red Raiders. TJ, do you feel better now? I love Jeff. Um, of, yes, I do feel better now. A lot of play-by-play guys we have on, and they're like, we're great at this, and we're great at that, and you'll never have any chance of beating us. Oh, he's okay. Jeff comes okay. on, and he's like, Ugh. Pathetic. <laughs>
<laughs> I love Jeff. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with The Crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. No Chris Plank today. He's traveling to Miami of Ohio. I would like to apologize if I could go back two segments, TJ. Uh, For whatever reason, I was having a hard time getting in sync with Skip's pauses today, and I kept stepping on him, and it made for a very awkward interview. So apologies there. Normally I'm better at anticipating that. It's not an easy thing to do. But uh, today I was not very good at it at all. So. You were you were stepping all over Skip. Skip was trying to give better answers, and you were like, yep. "Hey, hey, Skip, shut up. Let me talk." I know. Jeez. Uh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Jeff, middle of the interview, I thought he was like, "I gotta go." I didn't know what that meant either. It was that <laughs> was like, uh, hey, "Would you shut up and quit asking me questions?" Look, dude, I gotta, I gotta get on the road. <laughs> I gotta What's get on the road. <laughs> I think when I told him that the starter wasn't Girton tonight. I think he got discombobulated, and he was like, well, I got to get on the road. I don't know anything that's going on now. <laughs> right. Well, do you need to be let you go? What's... So, anyway, interesting half hour of radio right there. All right, that's it. Uh, thanks to Skip and Jeff for joining us today. Pre-game tonight, 6 o'clock, break, uh, Blake Brewster joining me for the call tonight. First pitch at 6.30. We'll see you all out at Mitchell Park this weekend. Have a great weekend, everybody.